0: Welcome to the People and Technology podcast, coming at you from the HR Tech Fest here in Melbourne. And I'm joined, uh, as usual, by my cohort, Jared Cameron. Okay Dave. On. How are you doing? Very well, thanks. And we've got with us,
1: uh, all the way from the U.S., uh, Jason Averbrook. Good to have you here, Jace. Hey, great to be here. Awesome. It's nice to be here. In the studio where all this happens, <laughs> even though we're on remote, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's nice to be uh, where the action's happening on site. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's
0: kind of cool doing these. We're we're still, you know, we're still calibrating a bit here, aren't we? Oh yeah. yeah. It is. And
1: you get a bunch of people walking by, making funny faces at you. Yeah, so, yeah it's all good. It's great. Yeah, the out, the outside broadcast. Is fantastic. Yeah.
0: yeah. So you've been uh, in Australia for what a week or so now already. I have been. I've
1: been exa- uh, exactly a week. It's been a brilliant yeah. trip. Uh, spent family a family out. Yeah, spent a few days in Sydney. Uh, I spent uh, three four days in uh, Port Douglas yeah, awesome. doing the reef and the rainforest, oh, nice. and uh, now here in Melbourne. Good stuff.
0: Yeah. And have you uh, managed to, to pet a kangaroo yet, or <laughs> a, uh,
1: a koala even? I did pet a kangaroo. Wow. The koala's a dangerous though. Guys. I did hold a koala. Yeah.
0: Did it have a go at your hand? Or um... uh, No, it did not.
1: No. Right. I okay. did uh, come very close to a croc. <laughs> nice work. Yeah, you yeah. Got away lightly
2: then, really, Jason.
1: The yeah, new Steve Irwin. It's all good, yeah. Very good. Have so, some great prawns. Oh,
0: you got to have it. Prawns, prawns on the Barbie. We've taught him a new word prawns on the barbecue. Oh, really?
2: You Is that new? Wow okay. You oh, I know prawns, but
1: prawns on the Barbie. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, I yeah. Know, or
1: shrimp on the Barbie, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, uh, look, let's turn our attention,
0: I guess. Towards uh, workforce technology, shall we, and yeah. the future of work? So, uh, you had a fantastic keynote this morning It was great fun. I think the audience were pretty, pretty engaged. First up on a Monday morning, um, so uh, how did you think uh, that you know the conference has gone this morning? And, and you know, the yeah, so with
1: your head? yeah, so I think that the uh, the, the keynote, I, I think the keynote went well. One of the things I struggle with in doing keynotes is. I think every organization is somewhere different. Yeah. When it comes to where they are on their journey from an HR transformation or a workforce transformation or even concept of future of work. Yeah. So when you're up in front of 500 people and mm. you're you know you're sort of hoping that one or two things stick. Yep. Uh, for each person, yeah. so it's uh, it's always a challenge. It's not necessarily my preferred way to uh, no, get the message into mm, people, but yeah. uh, but it's uh, it's always fun.
0: There's a lot of people raising hands in that room, weren't there?
1: Well, you would. Uh, there were a lot of people raising their hands. There are a lot of people <laughs> that uh, you know trying to get them to uh, inter- interactions. Hard. Yeah. Interactions hard in it a room is. like in a room like that.
0: Yeah, and I think also when the when you're doing the opening keynotes, the audience hasn't quite warmed up yet. Your job's to kind of get them get them up and about well, a bit, isn't it? They haven't it? had
1: their
2: morning coffee yet, have they?
0: No, no.
1: no absolutely. But they don't even know what the conference is really all about. No. So uh, you know when you do that opening, yeah. I you know one of the things I hate about uh, going to conferences is the stuffy. Prof, you know, professor standing up there you uh, know talk uh, talk 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 so you try to make it as interesting as possible and hope people get some things out of it yeah, who's not that taking our picture right now as we speak oh yeah this, <laughs> is, this is this is how we this is how She's we getting your backside that's okay <laughs> <laughs> got a that's your best awesome. side <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's got a good head for radio jake yeah. <laughs> i do so jason in
2: your keynote this morning you know tell us what were the sort of two or three real key takeaways for our listeners so, to me, the first is is that
1: uh, people, a- HR functions, business functions, but HR functions specifically, have to get comfortable with change. You mm-hmm. know, I think everyone needs to think of themselves as a newbie every day. You know, and whether it's a new piece of mobile technology, a new update that comes out with a piece of software, a new mm-hmm. API that's available. I mean, every day is an innovation. Mm-hmm. And in the world that we've come from, we come from a world where this you know, we've moved as slow as turtles, Mm. you know, the, the pace of change has been every 10 years, Mm. you know, now our Mm. pace of change is every 10 months or 10 days. And, uh, you know, the expectation of the workforce is that as well. Yeah. So, uh, for this, this, for this function, it's a big change. So number one is just the concept of change. Yep. You know, the second is the fact that, you know, the con- the concept of future of work in digital HR is much more than technology. Yeah, you know I think it's more. You know I think every day people realize that more and more. And it was fascinating to hear uh, Manu from American Express after I spoke say that you know, hey, you know, technology is just an, is really an, the the component that supports this. But if you're just making your vendor selection and thinking that's going to make you digital or that's yeah. going to change your organization, you're dreaming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I I, I mean. I lo- I've, I've been saying that for a long time, yep. and I love the – when I hear a, a practitioner say it, you know, it's really – it's rewarding. I mean, that, yeah. that is rewarding. Yeah, and then the third thing for me is that I, I, I think that we all have to really be warriors. You know, we have to love what we do. I mean, there's a term I use called mm. leap. Mm. Uh, love what we do to give us energy to do something audacious and then prove it and, and to continue that cycle. Mm. And I, I truly think HR people can't just sit back and uh, – follow inertia yeah. or hope that they can find a leader to follow going forward but they truly have to leap forward that love, energy, audacity and proof so I mean those would be the three things I would say is the mm. concept of change the concept of how do we really start to think about technology being a supporter, an enabler you know, and then the concept of we have to be champions and warriors to go forward
2: love it, champions and warriors yeah, it's a,
0: it's a rallying cry and I think you're right Jason, We've, I mean, we talk about fast forwarding the future of work um, and for us, it's it's you know we're very aligned with that concept of leap. It's about proactivity. It's mm-hmm. about controlling your own destiny and, and owning your own roadmap. And I think that's um, you know I've, I've had the I'm going to say the privilege because I'm in front of you of hearing you speak a number of times this year in particular. And I think that message keeps keeps coming through strong, stronger and stronger. That we've we in the HR community have got us got to really take that ownership and, and drive it forward.
1: Well, one of the things that's really frustrating is when, I mean, when you work, when you speak a lot or when you work a lot from a consulting standpoint with clients and you're not, uh, you you're not with them all the time. Yeah. So you may see them once a year or yeah. maybe once every two years and they'll fill you in on what they've done in that year or two. Mm. And, and you're sadly disappointed. You know, you're kind of like, really? Like, all that strategy yeah. work that we did and all of that work we did to support this, you've only gotten that far. Yeah. And you what know, well, they feel accomplished, it's already behind. I mean, they've already fallen behind compared yeah. to what they were doing. So the concept of speed and how do we build we – I talked a lot in the keynote about how do you fail fast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you know, and <laughs> it's it, good this isn't an 18-month process to then decide it's not going to work. Yeah. You know, it's an 18-day process to learn that it's not going to work, and then you adjust – Mm. Uh, but we're not, we're not moving fast enough. Yeah, we're, not, we're not moving fast enough.
2: It's yep. a hard challenge, though. You know, if you're, if you're an HR director or if you're a chief financial officer and you're faced with the prospect of investing significant money and overhauling your technology, you know, to, to think that you're going to have to constantly tweak and adjust the whole way, I think that's a foreign concept to them. I don't think they're used to that. I think they're used to the old days of put the budget out, pay the money up the front, agree to the project plan, and watch it roll for two years. You know, it doesn't really work in this modern market.
1: Well, I mean, that's where the term, you know, that I used in the speech, perpetual beta comes yeah. in, and yeah. that we live in a world of perpetual beta. And, you know, for example, last night in my hotel room, I had 65 app updates, yeah. you know, on my phone. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's 65 application updates. And what we might th- say, oh, you know, some of them are, you know, just bug fixes yeah, yeah. or little features, that's huge. Yeah, it's massive. Uh, and, you know, if you think about, you know, for myself, the change management uh, effort in, in consuming those 65 is small but if you think about rolling out to a big organization of yeah, five to 10,000 workers you know, the change management effort might be huge and we're not prepared in HR to, to deal with that rapid yeah. of a consumption.
0: Yeah, well uh, we, we, um, I think one of the, the important things that we need to be driving is a move away from um, this adherence to vendor roadmaps and to, to really empower you know, practitioners and HRDs and, and other stakeholders to own their own roadmaps. You know, that's something that we're very strong yeah, on. Yeah, I
1: think that's a great way to say it. I mean, to, to take the have your roadmap first yeah. Yeah. and then take the pieces and parts from the vendor roadmaps that you're working with yep. to pull it into what your solution looks like, you know, over time. I think that's key. Yep. Uh, if if we just do what the vendors describe to us, which is nothing against the vendors, by the way. Not at all. Not but at the all. vendors are putting out, you know, Recipes, yeah. And we might not be in the mood for that cookie this week, or we might yeah. not be in the mood for that piece of cake this week. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, and that might not be what our organization needs. So, it's nothing against the vendor. It's mm-hmm. it, and that's where a lot of people get stuck. They're like, "Hey, we're all in with SAP, yeah, or we're all in with Workday, which is cool, yeah." Uh, but if that's not what your organization re- needs right now, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't mean you just stop. Yeah, mm-hmm. got, You got yeah. Um, Taking control is
0: a very empowering thing, right? Yep. And I think it's – do you think it's actually um, uh, we need to be more courageous or is it – do you think um, there are other reasons why that doesn't happen so much?
1: I think we're just used to buying in a certain way. Yeah. I mean right. we're, we're used it's to buying minutes, from a vendor. We're used to buying modules. We're used to buying mm. suites. Yeah. Uh, and if something you know, doesn't work or it doesn't meet our needs in that suite mm. – you know it's, a, it's like, "Oh, we have to go do something else now, we have to do something else now." I mean we live in a world that's very compartmentalized, yeah, yeah. You know, tied to tasks, yep. and the, the task plus task plus task equals an experience, mm. but all each of those tasks may not come from the same vendor. Yeah. Yeah. so right. we have to be much better at breaking those tasks, breaking up those processes into tasks and yeah. saying, where's our best chance of success, meaning workforce adoption, yep. in, in, in gaining that capability. Yeah. It can be a big
2: ask though, can't it? You know, you're asking an organization to, you know, to chop up the way they work and to look at different technology solutions. I think some organisations are very effective at doing that. But I think on the whole, the maturity is probably pretty low. You know? This is
1: not, this is, I mean, this is the hardest time ever. Mm, In absolutely. my personal opinion, this is the hardest time ever for HR technology. Because there's more choices, there's yeah. more compartmentalization, there's more connectivity options. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that's from an advisory standpoint, you know, where, you know, all of the organizations like Future Knowledge, your organization and others come into play mm. is that, is you I mean organizations have a hard enough time keeping the lights on yeah. without realizing all of this other stuff yeah. that's going on in the space and organizations shouldn't be afraid you know one of the things that bothers me a little bit is organizations are afraid to use consultants yeah uh and i don't think to, or i don't i don't think that's a bad thing just like i said in the speech yeah. addiction to technology is not a bad thing you know organizations shouldn't be afraid to look outside and say how are the rest how's the rest mm. of the world doing this and someone help me mm. while I'm keeping the lights on. I yeah. think that's really, really important. Absolutely. I like yeah, I think we, um,
0: we get compartmentalized. Um, you know, we, we end up being there to augment rather than to actually sit alongside and really help to drive and bring that expertise, expertise to the table.
1: Yeah, and I think that's a big mistake. I think that yep. the uh, you know I think that the strategy is a combination of the internal DNA and signature of a company combined with the views outside yeah. of you know what's going on in the space, mm. what's mm. you know and, and also a really sharp uh, view from the outside as to you know what's your organization like. Yeah, you know a lot of internal. You know, it's hard to call your baby ugly. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but you know sometimes it's important yeah. to say your organization in order to f- pull this off. Is going to really have to change A, B, C, and D, and yeah. some of that's going to be skills. Yep. Some of that's going to be you have the wrong people mm. doing these jobs, and some of it is you know the vendor that you think you're tied to yeah. might not be the right vendor. That's right. So I mean, there's it's it's this is not easy. No,
0: not no. At all. No, it's um. Uh, well, I told a client recently that they weren't ready to buy technology at all. Right. And that's a very that's a decision they can't make themselves because they're all being pumped up to you know business case has been approved and. You know, the executive wants to see some output and you know, we make the, the there's a power in the outsider's view, isn't there? Yeah. And we can see a lot more through that lens. Um and if we're brave enough too, to say, you know what? You know, we'd love to support you on this next stage of your journey, but it's looking like it's gonna fail unless we do a few things now to ready yourselves yeah. to do a better job of it, maybe
1: six to twelve months' time. I mean, I think of these transformations as organ transplants. Yeah, I mean they're huge. Yeah. And you know, there are cases where organizations just aren't ready for organ transplants. They're mm. not strong enough, they're not healthy enough, yep. wh- whatever the case may be. So, mm. you know, I think it's it I mean that that's needed. Yeah. Someone to say, "Hey guys, great that it's approved, but if you don't do X, Y, and Z first, yeah. you know, you're going to die on the operating table." Absolutely. It's a little bit morbid. It is Sorry, a bit morbid. But. But,
0: mean, we, we certainly don't want to wrap up on that note. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so we've—it's uh, been a, a very busy conference season. I know for you in particular, you've been um, all around the world in the last few yeah. months. We, oh, this is pretty much the last one of the year. What's—it um, doesn't you know,
1: seem like they ever stop anymore. It just seems like they keep going and yeah, going. The one but, on January two,
0: maybe, yeah. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're yeah. heading off to. Um, what's been your take on, I guess, 2016 as a as sort of a, a defining year in, in sort of. I was going to say HR technology, but we don't call that HR technology anymore, do we?
1: So there's three things. I think there's three key things. Yep. So first of all, I think the cloud is now mainstream, finally. Yep. I don't yeah. think, but I think that along with it going mainstream, I think it's been abused. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that we've slammed it in, mm-hmm. the new technologies, without really thinking about the foundation, without thinking, reimagining our processes and thinking mm-hmm. about where we're going. Sure. Um, the second thing I think is that most people have realized that talent management one or whatever number we put on it has failed, yep, and that we really have to think about talent as a differentiator and start thinking differently about that mm. component of mm. it and as a discipline, uh, right? Talent yeah. is a, yeah, and, and is a business discipline, not yeah, an HR discipline, right. absolutely, yeah, but a business discipline. And I think the third thing is that I, that was has been the biggest surprise to me. Is how fast the world of artificial intelligence mm-hmm. and bots have come to be. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we've heard about bots, robots, forever. In fact, I tell the kids, they're like, "What are you talking about?" I said, "Bots." Like, w- robots are not going to take jobs. I, I, you know, real example. I was checking in with uh, Qantas. Yeah. You know, and basically it prints everything for you. You take your bag, you drop it, it scans it, it sends it away. Yeah. You don't I, said even to the, I, I said to the kids, mm. I said that just replaced a job. Yeah. And they said, well, what are people going to do? And I said, well, it's really important that the you know, you, the, the well, people will always have jobs. I don't I'm not yeah. the I'm not as quite negative as saying no one's going to have a job and robots are going to replace. I think it's really important that we say how do we race with the machine, mm. not against the machine? Yep. Yeah. And say because we've got this capability now, now what do I do with people to make the process better? Yeah. Or what do I do with them to make the experience better and things mm. like that? Mm. Versus, I mean, if you think about that, I can make that experience ten times better. Yeah. Whereas before, I used to have the body lifting the bag and yep. doing things like that. Yep. So it's all you about know, it I- limited. It's all about improvement mm. and effectiveness now. Yeah. Versus before, it was about efficiency. Yeah. Uh, so I think that. AI and bots will help a ton mm, and I mm. think they'll create more jobs. I actually think they'll create I agree more jobs. With you.
0: I think the no. irony is that robots, the more robots there are, the more human we become, right? Right.
1: Yeah, and I, so I don't think that's good. I mean, it will replace jobs, yeah. but it will jobs as we know Upgrade them. us all.
2: Exactly. Mm. Cool. It's a nice way to end it almost, isn't it? Oh, we'll replace you, jobs but are you it'll ready upgrade to us all. This
0: conversation up, are you? <laughs> I'm having a great time.
1: Oh, it's me, isn't it? It is you, Dave. <laughs> what do you, what do you <laughs> think? You've been on the conference. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, so you've been on the conference tour yeah. also. Like, I've yeah. seen your mug everywhere <laughs> that I've gone as well. Yeah, absolutely. Like, what are the things that you've taken away?
0: Yeah, look, I think um, you know, I, I, I think we're at this uh, pivotal stage in, in technology for the workforce where there's so much disruption coming on from outside the industry and outside of what HR does um, uh, suddenly we're... I think this has been the year where there's been a great reaction to that. There, if we looked at, particularly in North America, with the the number of startups coming and tackling much more discrete aspects of the whole uh, workforce management piece. Um, so I've been really interested to see that go. And we've got some great examples at this conference here in Australia where um, we've got solutions that are just, you know, might be for one specific part of the sourcing puzzle or one particular part of engagement and uh, that you know that brings a lot of that innovation, um, brings opportunity. Yeah, but it's really about organisations now having you know, being having the wherewithal to actually look at. How we can take advantage of that and understand what problems can be solved with some of this technology?
1: Yeah, and just you know, on that note, just a word of caution about yeah. that. And I, I said this on a, uh, a video cast recently: is a lot of that is icing on top of a bad cake, frosting, frosting, uh, frosting on, the, uh, on top of a bad there. cake. So. <laughs> You know, i was just you know standing here talking to a, yeah. an organization who had put in one of those pieces of technology yeah. but had a terrible foundation yeah. they couldn't they didn't have master mm. data they didn't have clean data so Gosh, they went to use one of those cool innovative technologies yeah. only to find out that they couldn't yep. take advantage of it so yeah, i think that's, that's a, a you know a shot across the bow to say as this innovation speeds up and speeds up and speeds up and speeds up you know we really need to use 2017 it's an opportunity to look at our own house and yep. say, how do we get it in order? Shop. Because I think mm. that it's just the, the rate of, the pace of Accelerate is going to accelerate yeah. for this innovation. And if we don't clean up our house, we're not going to be able to take advantage of it. Yeah, we'll never get there.
0: You're right. And I think that was one of the other things I've noticed this year is there's, there's a real, um, uh, there's less interest in the big core HR vendors. They're not, not as sexy as they were two or three years ago. Um, and I, I think, you know, we've really got to encourage people to, to keep focus on that as well don't just divert attention to the shiny objects yeah I think it's a mistake
1: to take your eye off that Yeah, because I don't think people put them in completely I don't think people hook them up to everything I don't think people have them ready uh, for the future so I think just to take your say okay we've done cloud now let's move on to the next thing I think a lot of people are going to be sad soon yeah
0: Yeah. (laughs) agree right. well we didn't want to end on a sad note we kind of uh, we we almost did there Um, Thanks very much for your time. Yeah, Jason, it's been great, great to, to be here. here. Yeah, it's yeah. been
1: great to be here, and uh, let's do this again soon. Yeah, looking Why forward not? to
0: seeing you. Um, you're going to take a big leap into 2017. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, looking forward to seeing what uh, what happens there. Should be a fun year. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, thanks for being with us on the Talking People and Technology podcast.
1: Thanks for having me. Jeez.